Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven. Today is a special edition My Sunday Prayer Letters with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here in this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, in the life of your family, in the life of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, my friends, are you ready? This is 2020. This is the first episode of the brand new year, brand new decade. We've all heard it so many times. And uh, and I'm titling this number, th- actually, this is number 37 in the line of episodes that I've done. Uh, so I've done 36 episodes in 2019, and today is number 37, beginning in season number 2020. I'm excited. <laughs> I also have kind of an unusual thing going on. I've got my iPhone recording this episode, thinking that maybe I can make or touch more people by posting this video up on YouTube, my YouTube channel. Now, on the YouTube channel, it's uh, John Shuck, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E, John Shuck. Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash my name, John Shuck. When you go there, you'll see a lot of the... Uh, episodes of the podcast, but it's just the audio recording. So today I thought I would give this a, a, a try. It's always kind of unusual when you've got two or three things going. I've got my uh, audio recording equipment running here. I've got the uh, Sword Searcher Bible software in front of me. I've got the camera now, and I've got my hot cup of uh, Trader Joe's. Um, is it Trader Joe's? No, it's Celestial Seasonings Ginger Tea. Boy, is it good. Let's take a sip of that because all of a sudden I got nervous. Mmm. Boy, that tastes good. It's good in my throat, too. For some reason, uh, all the preaching I've done on the streets and this cold weather has kind of bothered my throat and my lungs a little bit. So I've been taking a lot of warm stuff to keep me feeling better. All righty. <laughs> so much for the little stuff I'm saying. Today's title of this show is Laborers Together with God. It's found in 1 Corinthians 3, 9. It's the King James Version, and I'll read it to you. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. And today's episode, as I said, is a special edition because it is a audio version of my Sunday prayer letter. You can read my Sunday prayer letter on my uh, website. It's johnshuck.org, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E dot org, and you can uh, become a member or pardon, not a member, but uh, a part of my prayer because I pray for every single soul that's on my prayer list. I mention their name to God in prayer seven days a week. I did it this morning. I did it yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before. I do it every single day. And guess what? I'll do it tomorrow morning again. And I just put these names into God's hands and allow him to do what he plans to do in the lives of people that I'm praying for. I have faith, but I'm just not by myself. I have to allow the others to work out their salvation with fear and trembling in the name of Jesus Christ. So I will start my letter here. It says, Greetings, my friend. What a great day in Jesus. This entire week has been one of seeing miracles and amazing things that God has done. I'm always caught up with enthusiasm when I see God move and do things for people. God loves his people. 
and God loves you, my friend. And just right now, I can feel the Spirit say, but if you don't know God, maybe you don't know Jesus Christ, His Son. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, the Son of God, it's a simple act of believing in the story that Jesus came to earth as the Son of God and uh, died on the cross, took in our sins upon Him, and then um, being raised again, on being buried and being raised again on the third day, then ascending up to the right hand of God. And it's a simple act of believing in Jesus Christ. It's not a, you don't have to pay anything, you don't have to do anything, you don't have to quit anything, you don't have to work anything. You do repent, and that simply is turning away from the world and looking to God for your salvation. And I, this is how I did it. I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. And I believed it. It was a cry of my heart, according to Acts 2.21, I cried that out to the Lord, and He saved me, and I've been saved now for 46 years, going on 47. Whew! That's a long time to be with somebody. I praise God. And so it's a simple act of prayer. And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that, and that's you. That is you. See, God so loved you that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you have, uh, if you prayed that prayer, just jump into that verse, John three sixteen, and uh, you start there in the Bible and just read the verses above it, the reason, the verses below it, and read the entire book of John, and just kind of go into the book of Acts if you like, or as the Spirit leads you, go into the next section that He wants you to study, and uh, you'll be happy that you did because rejoice, because your name is written in the book of life, in heaven. And I'll continue now that we have a new member to the family of God. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family, my friend. As I was working, or rather laboring for Christ on the streets of Boulder and Denver and Golden and soon to be Nederland and also in Longmont, four cities that I minister in around this around Boulder, I can see and hear the Spirit of God working in the souls of people who pass me by. God is a miracle-working God. We must not put God in a box, so to speak. Also, we must not attempt to control God, so to speak. And I can see that too many Christians don't allow God to move in their lives. It almost seems like they're afraid of God. This should not be, amen? If we all make a choice to go to work for God and labor for Christ— then actually go to work, this scariness towards God would leave and be replaced with joy. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The preacher John's strength is in the joy of the Lord. You know, these uh, verses here, these key verses I've been, I've selected, I'll put a little bit of a context around it. It's 1 Corinthians 3, 5 through 10. Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers, by whom you believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? Verse 6, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Verse 7, so then neither is he that planteth anything, and neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Verse 8, 
Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Verse 9, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. The last verse 10, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth upon. Well, those are powerful verses. You know, I spaced those verses out so that you can read slowly or, as in podcasts, listen slowly. And prayerfully, each one, without just skimming to the next verse and thereby missing some important facts. These facts are revealed by the Holy Spirit as he teaches you the Word of God, just like Jesus said he would. It's amazing. (laughs) However, you know, this is the beginning on why some Christians don't have good understanding of the Word of God. I know. I absolutely know it. I hear it on the streets every day. It absolutely amazes me. People's goofy theology. They just spend no time. They're all excited about God, but they don't know why they're excited. I just, anyways, I digress. You know, it takes time, lots of time to study the Word of God. The world and Satan has put much activity, so much activity onto every believer that they feel like they are burdened with too much stuff and can't seem to get the time to get into the Holy Bible. You know, listening to preachers preach, watching videos of preachers, and even going to church now and then will not replace each of us getting into the Word of God for ourselves. To be a labor for Jesus will take personal, private time in the Holy Bible and in prayer with the Holy Spirit. This activity might just produce the inspiration to go to work for God. Yes, amen. You know, here are a few more verses relating to our topic of labors together with God. Matthew 9, 37. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous. You know, but the labors are few. Mark 16, 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. John 4, 36. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And lastly, John 4, 37, herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. The idea is that together we do our part of the work. The labor is together and not separate. As a preacher, I work with others who are praying, and those who are praying are working with me. Those who send and support or give are working with me, and also I'm working with the giver as a preacher. Together, we work for God. God provides the increase to our labor. Altogether, God, you, me, are a team for the same end game, to win the game of salvation for souls for the kingdom of heaven. Wow. not amazing? You see, just sitting in church, listening to worship music, reading ministers' books, watching videos of preachers, 
And even just reading your Bible will not carry through without the part of laboring together with God. <laughs> I, I kind of laugh for a second because I'm doing a video. <laughs> but whatever. You know, I know that it's difficult to take, and some are probably going to say, you know, works for salvation. I hear it. You know, it's silly. It's a lie and an occult practice. You know, we don't, we don't do that. You know, and they say this because they just don't want to go tell anybody about salvation and eternal life and about heaven or hell. They want somebody else to go do the work of an evangelist. You know, this is sad to me because it's not true. You know, it's a lie from Satan. Sorry, man. Sometimes truth is uncomfortable. I know it firsthand. <laughs> Believe me. Yep. So, what is it that you should be doing? I think the best place to start is asking God what He wants you to do. Then go do that thing as God has asked you to do. And if God doesn't say anything to you, then read His Word. Because in there, in the Word, is one of many work assignments. For example, Mark 16, 15, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's a work and assignment. That's just one of many. Here are some verses that back up that verse I just read in Mark 16, 15. So here it is, uh, Romans 10, 14, and 15. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him who have they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher. And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Whew, I like that. You know, these verses back up the sending of preachers to preach. That's in Second Corinthians 9, 7 through 11. Every man, according as he's purposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. As it is written, he hath dispersed abroad, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness remaineth forever. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Last verse 11, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. Wow, hallelujah. You know, just reading this gets me excited. God provides everything to everyone who believes. If we don't receive, it's because of another problem. Yeah, it's because of another problem. It's in James 4.3. You ask and receive not, because you ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. woo I tell you, people don't like to read that verse. In fact, they don't even like to read the whole book of James. <laughs> you know who James is, don't you? 
James was the brother, the physical earthly brother of Jesus. Yeah, you should read it. It's a powerful book, the whole book. You know, if this is the case, the one I just read here in James 4, 3, let's do these verses. How about Romans 13, 11 through 14? And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, nor in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Oh, I know, tough verses, huh? Yeah, you know, that's a strong word. And, you know, my letters, you know, they're long. However, I really want good things for your life, my friend, because you are a child of God. God likes to give good things to his children. It's throughout the Word. Just read the Word and you'll see that God loves to give good things to His children. Now I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the Holy Spirit opens your understanding and gives you the needed wisdom and knowledge to carry out all that God has, has for you, for your life, now and forever. Amen. God bless you, my dear friend, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And my letter is signed, Laborers Together, J.C. At the bottom of my letter, I have three verses. Psalms 103, 2 and 5. Bless the Lord, all my soul, forget not all his benefits, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, that they, thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Matthew 7, 11. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? The last verse is Galatians 6, 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. All right, my friend, this is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, January 4th, 2020 at 2.39 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. This is John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, pastor, missionary, and I can be found at johnshuck.org. That's J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E.org. God bless you, my dear friend. Have a great day in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God bless you.